You are listening to Destination Church Belfast weekly podcast. You can find us at www.destinationchurchbelfast.co.uk. You can also find us on Instagram and Facebook. Happy listening. Um, yes, thank you to the Worship Collective um, for leading us in worship. Um, and your commitment, Ruth's not even here, your commitment to just constantly leading us deeper into worship. We really, really appreciate it. Um, and thank you to Colin Andrew. I think thank you is maybe the appropriate word. I think that's what you're supposed to say. Thank you for letting me speak this morning, but I don't feel like thank you right now. It's like, oh. <laughs> um, but yes, thank you for letting me speak this morning. Um, I am the last and seventh speaker in our series, um, Taking Ground. And whenever Colin introduced the message series, it was like, it's called Taking Ground. Do you know that old Sunday school song, we want to see Jesus lifted high, you know, we want to see Jesus lifted high, came into my head, and I really stuck and stuck and stuck, and I was like, why is this stuck in my head? And then I realized it's the bridge, it's the step by step, we're moving forward, little by little, we're taking ground. Every prayer, powerful weapon, strongholds come tumbling down and down and down. And down. I knew you were going to sing along. I was nearly going to look at you and go, of all people, you should be joining me in this. <laughs> so that's what we're doing in this message series. We are taking ground. We are going step by step. We're moving forward, little by little, we are taking ground. We don't have to make massive moves, but we are little, little by little, we are taking ground. And Gareth, reminded us um, the week that he was speaking that there's nothing wrong with standing in war waiting for your next move just don't move back little by little we are taking ground we're done with our stuff and that we've been carrying around and we want to make room for life in all its fullness so I have expectation that we're going to do more of that this morning um, every prayer a powerful weapon um, and as Andrew said one of our weapons is we get our tunnel vision glasses on and we go and we go past the lions, we will not be intimidated. So every prayer, a powerful weapon. Um, and finally, and hopefully, and I know that we all are, seeing strongholds come tumbling down and down and down and down. So for my take um, on taking ground, I'm going to be talking about taking ground with humility. Um, and just, it's basically, I'm talking about remembering that to put him in the center of all of this um, and asking for his vision and his wisdom on how we take ground, because I have no idea. I'm just gonna share basically what I have learned along the way, but the biggest thing that I've learned is I don't know what I'm doing and I need him and I need others who also need him to remind me. So I'm gonna be speaking this morning about humility. Um, now, when Colin also messaged to ask me to speak, I was like, this is great. I was sitting in Marks and Spencer's car park and the two kids were napping in the back and I was eating a drive through Costa and I was like, oh, another like kid life. And I was like, this is great. I'm going to be able to dig into something else and think about something else other than my kids. But lo and behold, whenever I started planning this message, they snuck into it quite a lot. So for anyone who doesn't know us, maybe on the podcast, Pete and I have two kids. We have Clara, who's two, and Micah, who's six months. Um, and this series for me came at a time when I was actually really struggling with just juggling all the stuff that life was like throwing at me. Um, I was very typically me. I was trying to be the all things, the all people person. I was trying to be miss, I can do it all. Um, so whenever we started talking about taking ground, God really reminded me that actually one of the, you need to get rid of your stuff. And one of the things that you need to get rid of is your independence. Um, so we're gonna be talking a wee bit about that this morning. Um, yeah, and who I want to be in 2023, because we always come back to what is our vision for the year, is I want to be someone who walks humbly with their God. 
Um, so hopefully I can get that across to you this morning. Hopefully we can all learn a little bit about that too. So let's dive in. Um, when Clara was born, God spoke to us about her name. And we knew that her middle name was supposed to be Joy. Um, she was a COVID baby and we were like, yes, Joy, we'll have a bit of that. So that was her middle name. And then when Micah was born, he spoke to us about humility and he'd been speaking to us both about humility for quite a wee while. So we were digging into that a wee bit and we loved the name Micah. And so his name follows the verse in Micah 6, 8, which is um, to seek justice, love mercy and walk humbly with your God. Um, and his middle name is also Paul, which um, is after his papa, firstly. But Paul means small and humble. And we're very honoured to name him after um, Paul. But um, it also... It, it means small and humble, and it fitted in with what we felt God was trying to say to us, but we didn't have the whole picture yet until Micah was here. And the jump from one child to two children taught us humility above everything else, that we cannot do this on our own. And so we kind of started to realize, ah, okay, I think, I think I know what you're getting at here. But basically, God was trying to speak to me anyway and say that you can't do this on your own. You've got to rely on me. Come and rely on me. And Andrew was, was, was talking about freedom this morning. And when we rely on him, it brings so much more freedom. I was restricted by my own independence and trying to do it all myself. I was standing in the middle of my life going, okay, I need to grow eight more arms. I just need to grow eight more arms so I can juggle all these things. Actually, I just needed to step back and go, God, will you come and be in the middle? What is your vision? What is your wisdom here? So... I'm going to sound a little bit like Colin here, but the word humble in the Merriam-Webster dictionary means not proud or arrogant. And I think that's probably the, the meaning of humble that we're all pretty comfortable with. But when you dig a little bit deeper, to be humbled means to destroy the power of independence. And I just couldn't believe that's what the meaning of that meant. I was like, God, believe it or not, that's what you've been speaking about for so long, and, and that's what I needed to do. I needed to destroy the power of independence. I needed to remember that he needed to be in the center. What is his vision? What is his wisdom here that, that, to help me figure out what to do? So we needed to, I needed to know to not be so proud as to think that I could do it all on my own. Um, now, independence for Clara at the minute is a very hot topic. Everything she does is, I do it myself, or let me have a turn. Um, and although that's really healthy, we're trying to teach her when to ask for help as well, and that sometimes things are just better together. So, for example, at bedtime, we always read stories, and Clara sets all the books out, and she wants to read all the stories by herself. Clara cannot read. Um, now, whenever we go to the library, I like help pick out all the books and I'm going, oh, she's going to love this story and oh, she's going to love this story. And then she tries to read it all herself and I'm like, if you would just let me read the story, you could see so much more. You would really enjoy this. And sometimes she does and sometimes she doesn't. But I know that I'm a wee bit like that. Sometimes I am looking at life going, oh, I can see this wee bit here and I can see a wee bit there and I can see a wee bit here. And I'm going, right, I, I'm kind of making up my story as I go along. And when I started thinking about it, I thought, I need to put him in the middle. He can read. He actually knows what the whole story is. And he is so, so eager to, to, to not just let us stand and try to work it out by all the pictures of what we can see. He's so eager to go, let me read you the story. Sit at my feet and listen. Let me tell you what I have for you. So instead of firing away, making my own plans and planning my own steps, I'm trying to learn to ask him for his vision and his wisdom for my life. Definitely stretching and thrilling as I'm looking at Andrew for our um, year. Um, 
Now, as I said at the start, I normally am talking in front of children, and I have two children, so I get asked quite a lot of questions. Children ask questions constantly. They ask for direction and guidance and big things and little tiny things and lovely things, like if they can hold your hand. They ask for horrible things, like if you will hold like their piece of chewed up food in your hand. Um, and they don't care how many times they've asked. If they've asked 10 times, guaranteed, they will ask again. But at some point for us in our maturity, we realize actually asking that many times is quite impolite and we should just ask the once. And sometimes we think, actually, I don't need to ask. I know what the answer will already be. But children are far humbler. They aren't afraid to ask and they aren't afraid to look and, and let others see that they don't know the answer. Um, Clara will ask for the most ridiculous things again and again. Um, but Matthew 7, 7 to 11 says, keep on asking and you will receive what you ask for. For everyone who asks receives and everyone who seeks finds. And I know that we've heard this verse a lot and we know about asking and that's not anything that's brand new. But I just want to draw your attention to that little bit. Everyone who asks receives everyone who seeks finds. So be humbled no matter how many times you've asked or if you've asked and you did nothing about it. Or if you've asked, you think, oh, I keep meaning to tend to that matter. Or you think, I'm going to ask, but I have a lot of ground that I need to take. Or I have a lot of ground that I need to reclaim back. Or if you feel like you've put it off. Or if you've never asked him for what you need. Or if it looks like to you that nobody else has to ask God for as much as you need to ask him for. Be humbled. You are not discounted for asking him for anything. You are not discounted ever. He has a vision and he has wisdom for your life. And no matter how relentlessly you ask him, he, you're never ever discounted from asking. Clara knows, they might always be, always be the right answers, but she knows I will always have the answers. No matter how many times she asks, my answers will never stop. And it's the same for you, you're his child. You're not discounted from asking. And no matter how many times you ask, his answers will never run out. His mercies are new every single morning. And furthermore, Clara does not come to me at dinner time and think through her day and wonder, I wonder is mummy in the right mood to ask her? She doesn't look at me and go, is this the day that mummy's finally gonna crack? Um, have I been misbehaving? Maybe this isn't the right time to ask. Maybe I should wait until the morning when we're all fresh and new. Sometimes she doesn't even wait until I finish speaking to Pete before she asks, she just goes. She's just relentless. So be humbled, you don't need to get yourself into the right place before you ask for his help on taking ground. You don't need to wonder if he's gonna be in the right mood or how many times you've already asked or if you never tended to the matter and need to ask again. Everyone who asks receives and everyone who seeks finds. So go and ask for your ground. His wisdom and his vision are there for your life and it's ready for your taking. Now, at bedtime, we try to encourage Clara to say our prayers and say who she's thankful for. Um, and so we'll say, say, thank you, God, for, and then if she's in the right mood, she's got a lot of people that she'll say thank you for, and we're so, so grateful. And if she's in the bad mood, she'll just say, thank you for my ball. You know, she'll not really have many things to say thank you for. Um, and we're always incredibly thankful when she, when she says a whole tribe of people that she's thankful for, because we know that how, how, that, how important that is for her. But although we regard how important that is for Clara, sometimes we forget how important that is for us too. You know, whenever we started this message series, I was standing in the middle of my life going, I need to do it all, I need to do it all. And then I realized, okay, actually, I need God in there because I need him 
to do it all. And then God reminded me, this is writing this message here, I've given you others who are also here to help you to do it all, and you can do it all, but let's all, you know, he's, he's so gracious that he's given us all these people together. So if, if to be humble means to destroy the power of independence, then, which is what he said about Micah's name, then I need to learn what it says in Second Chronicles 2012, Lord, I do not, do not know what to do, but my eyes are on you. And he's given me other people who can, re, who can redirect me to that and go, you're looking over here. Why don't you ask God what he's doing? I need challengers. I need supporters. I need people who are going to call me up and actually take me down a notch. Um, and thank goodness, if we're part of our DCB community, we've got a lot of people who are willing and ready to not let you go alone. Now, it took me a while to realize that whenever I started DCB because I, d- I just didn't realize how much people were here for other people. And um, we'd been a couple of times and kind of thought, yeah, I think we're probably going to stay here. And Liz messaged and said, do you want to come over for lunch after church? And we knew Colin and Claire um, from before we had come to church. And I was, I got this message and I was going, Claire Woodward has set her up. Claire has messaged her and said, oh, will you be their friend? Will you take them under her wing? Will you invite them around for lunch? I was raging. I was like, I can make my own friends. I don't need you to set me up. I was really good. So of course, after messaging Claire, that was not true. In fact, Liz had just been really kind and was just inviting us around for lunch. But that meant a lot to me. You know, we were new and somebody just went, do you want to come around for lunch? So I just wanted to remind you this morning that you don't have to do it on your own and that there's so many people that are here willing and ready to take ground. And actually, God has given us certain people that are there at the right time. So look out for those people because they are there. Um, And I've rambled a little bit. I've kind of lost my place. So yeah, whenever I forget to look for his wisdom and vision in my life or I just can't see it, I know that there are people here that are willing to search with me or give me a nudge to begin searching. So my last point, and I feel like I've flown through this message a little bit, but my last point that I want to make is that um, it's basically it's all around this verse that says, um, call unto me and I will answer you and show you a great and mighty things that you do not know. It's from Jeremiah 33.3. Um, I think we've probably all heard that before, but I really want you to listen to it. I really want you to hear it this morning. Call unto me and I will answer you and show you great and mighty things that you do not know. Whenever I read that verse in this context, I get really excited because it's what I'm talking about. He's saying, call unto me. He's standing going, come on, ask me, be relentless, call unto me, and I will answer you. He's going, I have all the answers. You know, he's not just gonna go, always go, there's the answer. You know, sometimes we have to do the stretching and thrilling and we have to dig and we have to search, but he always has the answers. And then it gets even better because he goes, and I will show you great and mighty things that you do not know. He's not going, I've got all the answers and it'll all be okay and we'll just keep going through our little mundane life. He's going, I have great and mighty things that you do not know. So I just want to remind you this morning that you can call on him and he will have the answers and they're not just going to be okay. They're going to be great and mighty things. So nothing that I've said today is brand new. We know that God's the center of our lives and he shows up in better ways than we could ever have imagined. We know that we can ask and we should ask and we know that we can stand together as a community, him known for his love. But please remember, it's great 
and mighty things. Call unto me and I will answer you and show you great and mighty things. The God who says this is excited and expectant for great and mighty things. He will answer you. And he is fully convinced that when we lean on him, um, the ground ahead is gonna be full of life in all its fullness, full of great and mighty things. And I'm not talking about prosperity preaching, as I said. I'm talking about digging and stretching and finding those things, choosing who you want to be in 2023, tasting and seeing that the God who says this verse is reliable, he will show up. I'm talking about grace notes. Um, I'm talking about great and mighty things. His wisdom and his vision are always better than we think, but they're even better than we think. We're even better than we can comprehend. So if there's anything that I want you to walk away with today, um, can I call the worship collective up? <laughs> Thank you. Um, it's, it's faith that no matter where you are as we leave this series, there are great and mighty things ahead for those who walk humbly with their God, who realize that actually he needs to be in the center. We need to ask him for his wisdom and his vision, and we call onto him. So I know that's been a little bit quick, but will you stand with me? And um, here I've got some questions for to help you respond. Do you need to yada gnosko know that you are never discounted, not from him, ever? Do you want to destroy the, the power of independence and learn to lean on him for everything that you need? Do you need courage and vision for breaking down walls and letting others walk beside you? And if you can answer yes to any of those questions or if you just want ministry, please come and join me at the front. You have been listening to Destination Church Belfast weekly podcast. Remember to check us out at www.destinationchurchbelfast.co.uk and have a great week.